1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Bachelor Podcast. My name is Ryan Jones, joined, as always, by Katie Waite. Hello, Katie. Hello. Hello. Week three of The Bachelorette, but not just week three, it is the
3: fantasy draft. I feel like it's episode three, but also episode one at the same time, because we kind of hit the reset button and now we're like, okay, now we have an idea of how we should do this. Now that we're three episodes in, I have an idea of how we should run this.
2: Yeah, exactly. And you know, all these years where we've done our own fantasy draft of picking the guys Lo and behold, they decide we're going to do the same thing. And while theirs didn't quite go off uh, without uh, its share of drama, unlike our draft, which was always perfectly cordial and me never throwing things at you, it was something unique and something that, you know, there isn't a lot of times when they can actually say the most dramatic. This and I don't know what you want to call it because it wasn't your typical rose ceremony, but this was the most dramatic something.
3: And I don't really think they even use that that term for once. It was actually dramatic and it was not said. (laughs)
2: Um, And so we'll get to the fantasy draft uh, in a little bit. And I have a way in which they could have made it perfect and we wouldn't have had all the screaming and yelling. I mean, there would be screaming and yelling on the Internet because that's what the Internet's for. But it, it was, by and large, loathed. And I think by the end, even by both bachelorettes, and I have a way that it could have totally been perfect. And that is what we call a wonderful tease. If that's all you care about, you can fast forward about 25 minutes and you'll get there. But
3: but would it have been good TV?
2: <laughs> and that is gonna be the perfect response. So you don't even have to fast forward for that part. But yes, <laughs> you are absolutely correct. This was the better TV. But I'm telling you, this, this noggin, It it had something brewing, and we'll see if it makes sense. Um, But I do want to start where the episode started, which is uh, just handing out these date cards. You know, we're doing, okay, we're doing the one-on-one, we're doing the one-on-one, and then we're doing the group, group date. And before we dig into the specifics, how do you think before the reset of this setup of, okay, we're doing individual one-on-ones, but then we're still sharing in the group date.
3: Yeah. I think they made a good point at the beginning of the episode, which was, okay, we need to figure out like, (laughs) okay, it's not the beginning anymore. Like we need to figure out who is here for me, who's here for you. And if we like that answer, like if we want that person to be here for us, or um, there's just no connection and and it's time for them to go home. Um, so obviously that precedented the whole, whole episode, but they realized that it's not the beginning anymore. And we have to, you know, have those guys make those decisions. Cause there were more than a few guys who were like, I still don't know because a, I haven't talked to them or B, I just can't make up my mind yet. And like, it's time to do that. (laughs) It's time to figure (laughs) it out. I think I'm glad it was in their head at the I mean, it obviously could have been edited, but we even saw it at kind of at the end of the last episode that they were kind of figuring it out that, okay, these people, I might be into him, but he's into Gabby and not Rachel or vice versa. So um, it was a good precedent to start the episode, but I thought luckily there was no drama choosing the one-on-ones <laughs> and then <laughs> they did it. They chose just in time, but I thought the one-on-one dates were great.
2: Yeah. And that's, before we even got to that huge group date, I'm watching these one-on-ones and I'm thinking maybe we should have done more of these. And I don't even mean in episodes one and two, but in this episode, because those guys, as you noticed, didn't need to pick anyone. They had already been chosen. They Mm -hmm. made it very clear on their one-on-ones. Hey, this is the person that I want to be with. And I just feel like if we maybe did two one-on-ones each and then still a big group date don't get me wrong taking two more guys out of it isn't gonna all of a sudden make 17 a tiny group date Mm -hmm. but it just I think it would have been nice to establish or maybe even three one-on-ones like just something to establish a little bit of a base of oh yeah these guys are already in Camp Gabby yeah we
3: know what they're thinking
2: (laughs) correct because I agreed with Gabby 100% where I understand this is still early but if you don't if you're not leaning one way or the other at this point, like that is totally sketchy and just screams to me, oh, I want to be on TV or I'm just I'm not here I for the I right reasons. People, yeah, I'm exactly just here to date two people, have fun, be on TV as long as I can. And so the idea that you could still a lot of time or not, be waffling between the two to me is I thought sketch was the perfect way to put it because I mean, most people just before even meeting them, most mm-hmm. people had an, had to have an idea of which one you'd be more attracted to. Now, it doesn't mean- You would think. <laughs> doesn't always mean that's where, you know, the person you're going to connect with both best, but just consider walking out of the, the limousine, you're leaning one way, and now you've had who knows how many weeks, mm-hmm. and you still had dudes trying to say, oh, I don't know yet. I'm still- uh, Still feeling it out.
3: Yeah. And they're trying to make it, make an excuse of, I haven't had a chance to talk to them. Like you've had cocktail parties, you've had, you know, group day. Gabby literally gave herself to the guys to talk to and no one talked to her. So um, there's definitely time. You just have to carve it out yourself. As we see every single season.
2: 100%. And so, but I thought that these, the one-on-ones we did have were really good. And uh, Zach and Rachel, who do the Beverly Hills thing. And, you know, usually the Beverly Hills date is I'm buying you a whole bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. And this time it was, well, we're going to get dressed up, but I'm not necessarily buying you anything. We're just getting styled and going to a movie premiere. (laughs) Which... I like to consider myself pretty big movie fan,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: so when they say, "Oh, they're going to a premiere," I'm thinking this is pretty cool. And then they pull up and say, "Me and you," they're taking It It's like premiere. I've I'm,
3: never heard of that movie. Yeah. Is it
2: out yet? <laughs> I, I like to think even like the art house stuff, I'm pretty, pretty educated <laughs> on, and I've never heard of this. And so ABC spending time with the synergy of sending people to this movie that I've never even heard of. <laughs> And, well, I guess there's a reason for that because... I
3: was like, oh, now it's time for a plug because, like, we always get, like, the good exactly. movie plug. Like, where the actors and actresses, like, coming out to to watch with them or something, but... um
2: Well, because even, whatever, season ago, two seasons ago, three seasons ago, before Top Gun Maverick got pushed back, when they filmed it, they originally thought, oh, it's going to be coming out in theaters now Mm-hmm. And they had, like, three or four people from the movie, obviously not Tom Cruise, um, helping on one of the dates. Yeah. And so I kind of, like you, assumed, okay, we're we're going to have some synergy. But no, mm-hmm. it's, it's home movies, which were very cute. But it's just.
3: I actually, I loved this idea. I thought it was. I don't. I feel like we don't get, like, personal dates at all, besides if families involved, you know, yeah. um, I feel like they don't, we don't get like actual like effort put in to track down these, these whole movies. Um, I thought it was a really, that was a really cool date. Cause we're not used to stuff like that.
2: Absolutely. I just f- thought it was weird to dress them up and put them through a movie premiere red carpet to do it. Like, I think you could have done this, in a field where- it's well, like they must've been like confused
3: and... because they started walking a red carpet, but no one was there. <laughs> and it was like the fakest paparazzi ever. Oh my God. <laughs> you just watch them, they're like, over here, over here. And then um, the fact
2: that they called them both individually by name very loudly <laughs> each time. They're like, yes, I know these people can be annoying, but like when you're at a movie premiere, these aren't the same people that are hiding behind trash cans. Yeah. Like these are professional photographers who are not just screaming be like, at
3: you on the red. Carpet. Okay guys.
2: Yeah. We're going to take it over here. We're going to take it. Over. It's way more chilled than that. <laughs> um, especially for two people, nobody knows. Um, mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I liked the, the personal aspect of it. I just, it seemed confusing that we go through the, this big pomp and circumstance to then yeah. show. I mean, families. I
3: understood they needed to make it they needed to make it a big deal because seeing their home movies to us like it doesn't mean anything. That's but true. They had to make it a, a big deal but um I really liked how how it came out and how he got a message from his mom and um it was a real I thought it was a really good idea.
2: Yeah, I agree 100% and I I have to say though so Matt White who was playing the piano and I appreciate that they put his name on the screen because um, he's a singer-songwriter who's actually been on the show before. He performed uh, in Desiree's season, so long-standing relationship to the franchise. Yep. And so I know Matt a little bit, you know, not well enough to like call him up and be like, "Hey, you're on The Bachelorette," but just in passing. And so I was excited for him when he he announced earlier today. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to be on The Bachelorette." I'm thinking, "Oh, that's great." You know, he hasn't been on a major label in a while, so this is this could be a great you know great experience for him and i see him come on the screen and all he does is play piano (laughs) and i just even when uh, i think zach said like oh this is one of the the best days of my life he literally has a song called best days (laughs) and it's not new and so he might have even played it in desiree's season i don't know that was before even my time but Mm -hmm. so i don't remember exactly because he also has a song a couple songs with love in the title so he probably played one of those but I felt so bad because he got the Chiron and everything. His name's on the screen, but then all he does <laughs> is play piano. And I thought you have this great opportunity. And literally every I was other artist gets, say missed
3: opportunity.
2: Every artist gets to sing a song. I have to imagine he sung at some point and they just cut it out. Like, are you really just going to show up to play piano? Yeah. <laughs> it's one thing if you, you get paid needed, to do it needed, fine, needed but to get paid, color. yeah, to get paid and put your name on the screen as if you're the performer and then not get to sing. I was like. Oh, he's, like, he's got this great voice and he's a good songwriter. And I'm like, oh, I just, I felt so bad for him because again, he hasn't been in the spotlight in a while. So I'm like, people still Google him go, or go to Spotify. He's still, he's got a great
3: catalog. He's still there even to. though
2: you did not get to see him. Yeah, he's not just a classical piano player. I promise you. Um, So I got very excited for him and then very disappointed for him all in the same time. Um, But more importantly, to the people listening, because you don't know who Matt White is, um, is that you had at the end of this date such a contrast from these clowns who were like, "Yeah, I'm still talking to both girls, whatever." Is because you basically have Zach saying, "Like, this could be my wife. I'm all. I'm only here for you. All in. This is everything. Oh my God, this is incredible. You both of them talking about basically already getting married, and it's like this great, perfect moment." contrasted with the bros at the house who basically are sitting on their hands. I'm like, this is why we needed more one-on-ones to sort of get these guys. And like I said, find the good stable to start with before the crap that we ended up seeing.
3: Yeah. And um, while this is happening, when Gabby goes to the house with the guys, like I understand, like we see magical editing like all the time But you could not, how she was when they were like playing football or whatever, like you can't edit that. Like that, that was a real awkwardness, like an awkward situation that we all saw (laughs) together. Like you can't piece that by editing together because she's like, oh, I I didn't even want to play football to begin with. (laughs) Like I was like, no, I felt that. And like, you can't, there's a lot, a lot of editing you can do, but you cannot piece that reaction um together and I I felt so horrible because it was so awkward my point of view watching that I can't even imagine being
2: and the thing is there are so many guys there it's basically the group date plus I guess you know the person that was going to end up being on our one-on-one how could no one notice her you know I understand she's she's fun and that's supposedly a negative but like At some point, notice her saying like, yeah, I don't want to play anymore. I didn't want to play at all. And her like standing around awkwardly like, so guys, this is what you do all day, huh? Yeah, no one, not a single person decided, you know what, I'm going to pull you aside. We're going to chat. I'm going to use this time to get that one-on-one FaceTime, nothing. And you have her basically walking to the car like, basically in tears Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and we've pretty much established that both of these women probably shouldn't have been on the show to begin with. (laughs) I mean, they've both made it very clear that they are walking a very thin line. How no one could notice. I get the handful of bros that, you know, aren't long for this show.
3: Must be a guy thing. (laughs) But no one, no one, not a single one of these dudes. Says, you I'm know surprised, what? like Zach. <laughs> I mean, not Zach. Um, Nate. Right. Like, come on. Like this was. This could have been your full on. This could have been a one on one, one on one date for you if you pulled her aside.
2: And especially because, and, and that's sort of. I was a little surprised at just how bad she was taking it. Again, I understand she's not emotionally in a spot. Neither of them clearly should yeah. not be on this show. Neither is in an, an emotional place to to be doing this. That. Notwithstanding the fact that she already had this great experience with Nate. I'm, I am a little surprised even for Gabby that she would be so distraught because she could just be like, and I understand Nate was there. So that's pride and help, but like screw these little boys. I've got Nate, everything's good and they'll see how he's acting and let's see if they step up their game. Uh, yeah. But as we've seen, neither of these two women should be on national TV doing this show now. Yeah. I think we can agree to that. And so is- I
3: think – so hearing you say that. So I think that they're very emotional people. But Which is fine. Yep. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. But I think that if they knew what they were doing, like if all this stuff wasn't like all up in the air, like, okay, like you can kind of do whatever you want. But – we're not going to give you any ideas on what to do at all. I feel like most leads aren't ready, but you know how the show works and mm. you're just going to go with it. Like at this week, you have to eliminate this many people. Like this is what you do on a group date. Cause it's just you and all the stuff. Like, I feel like if there were actual guidelines, like, I feel like it's more of a negative that no one knows what's, <laughs> what's happening and no one knows what to do, then it is a positive. Because I think they thought that what could go, like, this is a positive. You can literally do whatever you want, but it's turning into a negative.
2: Yeah, no, that's a great point. I, I hadn't even really, really put that together. Cause I think I was so focused on literally both of them sitting down and saying like, I don't know what I'm like. I shouldn't be here. I'm, I'm making in a week three. Of this, Whatever in week <laughs> three. Exactly. I, I'm going to be the worst. Bachelorette, ever I can't do justice. Not but saying yeah.
3: that's the only reason, but I feel no I feel like that that probably plays into it. Yeah, 100%. a lot. One hundred percent. Just walking into something and not knowing anything—that just that's a whole other level of stress. I think
2: one million percent, and because I think we could agree, and most people listening would agree that the large majority of leads for this show any of bachelor or bachelorette aren't exactly coming from the strongest emotional place because most of the time they're right off pure rejection. Right. But like you said, that's a great point. There's some, at least they're coming in with some structure. This mm-hmm. is exactly how it works. It goes to here, a to B to C to D. No yeah, problem. You've gone
3: through it. You've watched it. You know what to do. We've never seen this before and no one has because it hasn't happened. So I think that it's becoming a negative.
2: Yeah, no, that's a great point. And I, you know, I know last week um, I was sort of, and even right right from the jump, having seen the drama that was coming, knew that I would get upset with Gabby and Rachel because how did you not know that this was going to be a big cluster? But I'm sure they thought it would be some form of roadmap. And there has been, none and um we can blame the producers who obviously just want to watch it all burn and that's fine yeah. we could blame Jesse who I-, I thought coming into this season he he had a nice debut and then this season he has been <laughs> so useless he's not given any direction and much goes back to your point again of like oh because he great. doesn't
3: know <laughs> yeah
2: it's great when you can do anything but no like he's just literally no help.
3: Yeah, it's but it's to the point where like you're looking ridiculous. Like it's <laughs> like, like okay, like jumping ahead, like the whole this whole rose ceremony thing. Like I know we'll talk about it, but when he's like, okay, so now I take your rose away and like runs away. Like I I don't know. It's just yeah, it's, it's too much
2: and yeah. So and I don't even know if we. Had the the two host system, if that was better, I don't know. We have no way of having any clue if it would have been better because if there really are no rules, I don't know that the person driving the ship would be any better. But it couldn't be worse because. And again, was yeah, a no. big fan of his uh, initial trip into into Bachelor Nation, but this year just
3: yeah, we we need oof. guidelines. Come on,
2: whoa, oof. um. But we'll, we'll get deeper into that in a second. I do want to just knock out the, the second one-on-one with Eric. Uh, I mean, how can you go wrong when you're going Getting on correct. a first date with somebody's grandpa?
3: You can't, or can you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it's, it is true. It's something that is, as far as I remember, uh, unique to this franchise again. When you take mm-hmm. someone on their first date, and already there's family on the date, grandpa or otherwise.
3: I thought it was um, a good touch in this situation because um, he's so well known, like in Bachelor Nation, because of last season. So when you think of when you think of Gabby and family, like it just automatically, it's her gra- grandfather. Like it's just it goes hand in hand. They should have done one part of it alone, like maybe the meditation alone, and then bowling with. The random lady and the grandfather or <laughs> even vice versa. Honestly, um, the whole date made it was kind of hard because you don't really want to try to get to know someone with with someone so close to you just like there. I mean, they're going um, through so the I, sound I think, ceremony. I don't think he should have been on the whole date.
2: Correct. Because they're going through this sound ceremony, which I think they could have skipped altogether. And well, you yeah. have grandpa napping on the ground. And it, again, funny, right? But wholly unnecessary. The whole that whole portion of the date was unnecessary. They should have just gone right to the bowling alley. Hey, it's fun. It's great. And maybe that's part of the problem. You know, Gabby wanted a somewhat serious portion because again, she's she does seem, and rightfully so, I guess, because some of these Jagoffs are like, oh yeah, you're only funny. So yeah. I guess she wanted a more serious aspect to it. But it just it really added nothing. At least the bowling you get the, the, the new grandma thing and it's right. Well Okay.
3: I, it was fun. That's yeah. Kidding.
2: That's fun. Yeah. The
3: whole date with, with grandpa John was, was a bit much, but um, it was, it was a good touch because of how important he is in her life. So um, to have him this early on, what is was probably pretty special to, to her.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And they go to dinner without grandpa John. I was wondering if he was you know, going to be pulling up a chair and finally, so he's like, what the food's here. I'm not supposed to eat it. I'm just, yeah. no, that's a rule here. Okay. No eating other food. Um, dinner is dinner.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. But so Eric sits down and he goes through, you know, this, what I think is usually the thing that um, people are always asking for, you know, he's, he's being very vulnerable and talking about his family and asking her questions about her family and, Mm -hmm. oh, empathetic about not having a relationship with mother. These are the things that every season, Oh, wow. It's why aren't, aren't guys doing more than and and women too. Like, oh, this is such a crazy date. Like, he's actually wanting to have a conversation. Questions.
3: And she can't handle it. Like a producer said, was it the way he worded a question or something that that triggered her response to it? But I mean, you're, the whole story was like, it was going to come out at some point. Like you're, this is what you have to do is you have to talk about, all the stuff in your life, all about your family, like that's what your job is right now, basically. Um, and I felt bad because, uh, I mean, she was so upset; she broke down. But he didn't. He didn't know what to do. I don't think because he didn't. He, he should have, I think, tried to console her and then have her run off. But he was just <laughs> like s- sitting there, like, oh, "What is happening?" I
2: felt like he was expecting her to continue talking. Like, I don't think. Oh, yeah, 100%. He, I don't think he thought she was done with that portion of the story.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so when she's talking about her mother not having a relationship and basically she was like, yep, you know, washing my hands. I think he thought there were. It was going to keep going. And so like she gets. Up reason walk-
3: or Yeah.
2: So she gets up and walks away. And he's sitting there watching her just like with her glass of wine, just chatting with the producer. Mm -hmm. And I could get if he was trying to say, Oh, well, I need somebody that has a strong traditional family or something along those lines. But yeah, while yes, I'm with you, he could have probably. A little quicker than the, the yeah, like the not, shoulder to cry not on. Follow
3: her, obviously, but no, like, but but like, mid you need mid a sentence, or like I'm sorry, like did I say say something, or just like acknowledge the fact that she's running away from you, and,
2: <laughs> and just just having a drink with her girlfriend on the side, you know? Yeah. It just seems very weird to me. He's sort of in no man's land, and she's chatting with a glass of wine to the producer, yeah. I'm like.
3: Mm, All right, it I was just going to go well. With my friends, now. <laughs> yeah, like it was
2: going well. I thought, and um, clearly she came back around because um, not only does he get the rose, but like as he's even trying to talk to her, she's like, "Yeah, no, we're t- stop. Yeah. No, no more. Yeah, Th- the talking is over." <laughs> um, and so Eric gets the rose. Yay! I still don't understand why we didn't have more of those one-on-ones, but we move on. Um, and we had history we don't get to say that every week but it was the biggest group date in bachelor history
3: crazy making history here
2: and it's a classic take pictures now normally it's all wedding stuff or all themed the fact that they sort of split it up between Mm -hmm. like okay a handful of people get to propose and then everyone else gets like ridiculousness again of, you know, all
3: over the place
2: yeah you're junk behind a leaf like this is exactly a perfect example of why don't we just do all proposals yeah. or all wedding pictures mm-hmm. to have someone in a leaf and do an Adam and Eve picture and then turn right around and be like okay you're gonna get proposed to now what do, what do we <laughs> and you're a baby that? so and you're a child and the thing is that was funny but it was just the contrast from <laughs> Uh, giving birth to a meatball baby to propose. literally there are no
3: rules. Like, <laughs> this, this, is, absolute rule. this is an absolute free-for-all.
2: I could think of much stronger words that begin with an <laughs> F because I just individual pieces they make for fun dates. But when you get full-on whiplash and I don't under maybe they thought, okay. Yeah. Well, you have Tino and Logan are gonna, they, Rachel's gonna know, okay, they're in my camp, and Tyler and Nate were gonna know they're in my camp. Like their version of, okay, we should have had more one on one dates to establish who's with who. I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was bizarre. And it was, we saw the foreshadowing of, okay, people going up to Gabby and say, oh, I'm here for Rachel, which I mean was, I mean, putting out a T for like, oh, we know where this is headed. But mm-hmm. what did you think about Gabby's decision to not only give out a group date rose, but to not clue Rachel in on it?
3: Um, I think, I think they, I mean, they either didn't have a chance to, like, it went right into a rose ceremony um, or group date rose, I guess, Um, or it was a last-minute thing because Rachel obviously had no idea. (laughs) She was just like, what? (laughs) Um, I think it could have been a last-minute thing, and I think she did it as, like, as a point, like, as to state like as the principle of the fact that you, like you're all making you're all making me mad right now. So I'm not gonna give one out because I don't have to. Like, obviously there was at least one person there that you wanted to give a rose to, but I think it was just like, just the principle. Like, no, I don't have to give one out and I'm not going to because I'm really upset and you all offended me. <laughs> so i think i i think it that was the reasoning behind it um but i do think it could have been a last minute decision to just knock it one out at all yeah no that's
2: fair i think yeah no because she did say she wanted them to sort of think about what they did without having to tell them you know they they're, they're going to be thinking about why i did this yeah um but i do wonder if it would have been just better for her mental state or emotional state, I guess I should say, to just give it to Nate, give it to Tyler. These guys literally just proposed to you. Yeah. Like, soothe your soul because you clearly had guys that were interested in you. Even before we get to the rose ceremony and find out just how many. Right. It's not as if everyone was shunning you. You yeah. basically, you had these two... Whatever you want to call them. And I think one was worse than the other. Mm -hmm. Um, But give me your take on. The big L's. Of Hayden and Jacob. Deciding to. What I. I think they thought they were doing a service. um, Yeah. Which. Wasn't. It was done well once. And we saw how it's done well. And then we saw how it's done poorly. (laughs) So like. Tyler good. Hayden and Jacob, what do we think? Yeah, like with
3: Tyler, I was like, you can't. You're asking these people to these guys to make a choice. Like, if it's not you, you can't be mad, basically. Um, And he did it in a respectful way, and he understood what he was doing. Um,
2: (laughs) That's a good way to put it. He understood what he was doing.
3: (laughs) Hayden, I just don't think he thought he was being disrespectful or mean or how whatever you want to say it was um like i just don't think he understood like he was just like oh you're rough around the edges but like no one wants to hear that really so um i i just think he didn't know like jacob i also think didn't know but he's just oblivious to everything i think um, because you don't say I wouldn't even I would be leaving even if oh. you were the only one here. Like that's probably the worst thing you could you could say. Oh my without god! Without being completely
2: <laughs> listen uh, to
3: someone, that's the worst thing you could say. To if you a, were the worst
2: last person on earth, I still don't think that I would be interested in you. That's just how I. Am, but
3: you're smoking, so, so.
2: yeah. <laughs> You're hot like, and all. Oh, okay, but thank you. You're hot and that all. That actually but makes it all better. <laughs> I don't want to have any conversations with you ever again because all you are is funny. <laughs> like, oh, bro, and you are a bro. Like you're the example of what a bro is. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And, yeah, and
3: just to, I'm not sticking up for Hayden in any way because I think I just don't get a good vibe from him anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think. I, I don't think he was trying to be malicious. Not saying yeah, Jacob the, was either because I think he just doesn't have the capacity like for that. But I, I yeah. think he was just like, no, you're fun. Like we just, I you know, we I just don't align with you and you're just rough around the edges <laughs> for me.
2: Yeah, I think malicious is the perfect word. And yeah. Hayden is... I don't think he was prepared for the moment. I think he had an idea of what he wanted to do and just had diary of the mouth. And um, while I'm with you, definitely a squirrely factor coming from him did not seem the same as Jacob, who just clearly has no awareness ever of what his effect, his words have. All
3: all three of them were very different situations.
2: Yes. And, but the same, you, you know, Jacob is totally that bro who, Will you know, I'm just saying it how it is. And, you know, one of those people,
4: mm-hmm. as opposed to
2: like, well, you know what, though, when you say it how it is, or tell me how it is, whatever, like keeping it real, you yeah. do have to have some thought of how my word's going to affect someone. And he clearly yeah. has never thought that once in his entire life.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so exactly. that, yeah. And so that led to Gabby just deciding to double bird it and decides to walk out. Um and you were right because that we did see that next morning basically all everybody was talking about was well what was wrong with Gabby? And so yeah, they started to like play detective as best they could, which, you mm-hmm. know, obviously with this crew, not great.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
4: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: But they tried. I guess you could call that. (laughs) You could say that just trying.
2: (laughs) And so we ended up going down this. This is where sort of I mean, we were already off the rails. We were probably off the rails from night one. But this is really where it just exploded because, you know, you have Jesse coming in. Okay, I've got news. There's no cocktail party. And then, nope, only one person, which is what we've sort of wanted from the beginning, is yes, mm-hmm. let's have two groups of guys. And somehow along the way, again, with the producers and everyone else, they thought, oh, the best or convince them, the best way to, to have the power is, and they didn't realize this till after the fact yeah. We're going to give the guys all the power.
3: Oh, no. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like, yeah, it definitely backfired in a way, but in the end they they got what they want. I think I do think they're happy with their their own group. It was just painful to get to that point, um especially for Rachel, I think. Um but yeah, I mean it it had to It had to happen at some point like you couldn't do an entire season of just random guys just going on dates with you know both of them um so they basically were like all right we have to claim our men and just like focus on one group because you can't keep going back and forth it's not going to work
2: yeah and i understand so rachel they i mean it's set up i mean you couldn't have people want to say this stuff is written. You couldn't have written it this well because you, you have Gabby yeah. being so upset from the day before and you have Rachel in her, you know, confessional talking about how, Oh, I can't even imagine having like, I try to put myself and I would just be so devastated if that happened to me. So mm-hmm. hopefully not too many people turn her down and yeah. think, Oh, we know this is not going to end well. And while I agree, I think ultimately they're both happy with the men that are in their winner circle, which is a little weird. Yeah. Um, But the fact that – It's just a little
3: bit painful to get there.
2: The fact that you had Rachel saying, oh, if another person rejects me, I'm going to leave or I want to leave, whatever. That can't give you much hope for the people who did say yes. Yeah. Like, is it about the people you have the best connections with or is it yeah. about having the most guys?
3: Yeah. Are all those those eight people that said yes, like, is that worth leaving all of them for one more person that said no?
2: Yeah. If anything, that well, why would
3: you want them anyway if they already knew they didn't like you?
2: Correct. And I understand the rejection portion of it and it was awful to watch. But you're you. What does that say about the people that are already there? Um, But with that being said I have what they should have done That would have made this Exactly what they were looking for You could keep the fantasy draft Which obviously isn't what they were calling But I think um, I think Rachel's actually the one she was live tweeting It said like oh the guys are out here thinking it's a fantasy draft So I want to credit You know the pilot herself What you do Is instead of having The women Calling the guys up You say, okay, Tino, you're up. (laughs) Tino walks up to the person, stands in front of the person that he would like a rose from. And Tino, I'm sure would go to Rachel and Rachel would accept, all right, will you accept this rose? Great. But then if you had somebody like Alec who, Rachel called up and was right. Like, he would have gone to Gabby and Gabby would have said deuces. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you go home. The power would have been a hundred percent in their hands. You'd still have the drama of they're kicking guys out immediately. Like you don't yeah. even have to go back to the, like, cause they know the guys at that point that they all want. Right. And you just keep picking until there's nobody left or, you know, the guy you go down the road, you next, you next, you next. Yep. That's how you keep the power in their hands. Yeah, because it well, took
3: no Rachel one getting re- that way.
2: You you took Rachel getting rejected three times for them to sort of go into a separate room and be like, "Oh wait, we actually didn't have any of the power." I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, okay, you know, it only took a little bit of uh, embarrassment on national television for you to, yeah. to come to that conclusion. But I hope you yelled at the producer that talked you into this because. The, yeah. the principle was 100% right. And I guarantee that the conversation was very simple. We're like, no, you guys, you're right. These guys are playing both sides. You need them to declare. And this way you can both just start your own individual journeys. Yeah, Never pointing out the fact that, oh, yeah, this is going to be pretty embarrassing if you get rejected. And yeah. by the way, we're not going to tell you how we're doing it or that we're taking roses <laughs> or anything. Just...
3: Go on. I think Gabby yeah, was just relieved it wasn't her because she went through it the night before. Um, but at the same time, because she was like, See, that's how I felt last night. And she's like, But yours was private. Only I know
2: about yours. They all see. You. And yeah, I can't imagine what Rachel was going through, but it did seem odd that she was worried about being embarrassed for the guys she did pick. Like oh, yeah. that accepted her rose. Like oh, what are they gonna think seeing me get rejected? I'm like, what is it to them? I think it's a they're probably happy not that you got rejected, but like less people for me to more chance for, for them. Yeah. yeah, like I'm here for you. So and if, if you someone
3: else change your mind, then just they can leave.
2: <laughs> yeah, well that too. But it's like if somebody else wants to, you know, kick their chance away. Good for me. Yeah. So I, I didn't quite... Get, I understand she was clearly on tilt. I mean, right. one after another being like,
3: oh, actually I'm here for, uh, well, for she, Gabby. So she she got rejected or declined or whatever you want to call it. And then like everyone, everyone looks around because they don't know what that means. And then you just see like Jesse skip out like so this is what I'm going to say it means (laughs) like still making up rules. Like, okay. So, um, yeah. So I guess you just go back in the pile (laughs) and if you get picked, you get picked, but if not, you're going home. And by the way, I'm Rachel, I'm taking a rose and you don't get it. (laughs) And then like runs off.
2: All of that could have been avoided if you just went guy by guy, let them choose. And, and that could have been so dramatic of them. They, Go I up agree, to the front and it. then say, do I take a step to the right? Do I take a step to the left? Is there sort of a fake out? What am I doing? And yep. then you just go right home if it if you sort of pick it wrong. It would
3: give that suspense of the first time when we had two Bachelorettes. Exactly. They but they had this, to vote night one.
2: Yes, but this way they're both staying and you still get that drama. Yeah. Um, it just.
3: That still would have been good. That still would have been good TV. So you're right
2: for years we've been saying abc is missing out by not hiring us and now
3: yeah, i agree
2: we, we have agree further that. proof um, and so somehow we ended up with rachel with eight and gabby with nine right if my, my my math is not always correct but that was the math i had math major i was not nine okay. and eight yep and Rachel was starting with one extra person because, obviously, Gabby didn't give out. The, but shouldn't there have been one more person on Gabby if Rachel lost three roses? Shouldn't there be a difference of two, not a difference of one?
3: Well, Gabby didn't give out a rose
2: on the group date. Right. So there should – but there was three people that rejected Rachel. And they took three roses away from her. So shouldn't it be a difference of two? Not a difference in one. I don't know how that ended up. Um, I do appreciate them so much letting, when they had the last roses, letting Gabby give out the rose. So this way, no matter who Rachel (laughs) decided to choose, they were going to say yes because they realize it's either that or I'm not on TV anymore. And I think we knew how that was going to go. And so people were freaking out. Rachel has her last rose. Okay, well, who am I going to give the rose to? But here's the reason why giving it to Hayden isn't like this war crime that a lot of people are trying to make it out to be. Because like, oh, how can you give it to somebody who told Gabby she was rough around the edges? I don't know if you have it in front of you, but do you know who her options for roses were? Because I had to look it up because I was like, there's no way that he chose, she chose Hayden out of that group. And then I went and looked at the group that she had to choose Well, from. it
3: was the three that declined that she couldn't choose. Bingo. And then, and Jacob. <laughs> exactly. So it was down to And I don't Jacob. know if there were more. I don't think so.
2: My math, again, not a math major, had it between Jacob and Hayden. So are you giving yeah. it to the dude that right. said rough around the edges, not great, but... Or the dude who's like, yeah, I would totally leave. It was just you. I yeah. think that's an easy decision,
3: and you certainly, yeah. unless you want to
2: try again, with
3: yeah, no, Hayden. I, I did not, I didn't question question that one at all. Because um, I did
2: when it when it happened, and I was like, why? How could you possibly give this to Hayden? And I said, well, let me look. And then what at that point,
3: problem? he she couldn't be like, actually, I'm not giving it. <laughs> because- <laughs> Okay, now you're getting rid of you're wasting four roses. And that would just be a mess.
2: Now, theoretically, she could have gone back to one of the people that already turned out and it could have been like, "You want to be on TV?" Um <laughs> and it, did you watch after the credits? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, after the credits, which is usually Cringy. reserved usually reserved for outtakes, you know, a bee is after me, ha, ah, whatever I fell down. You had meatball Not this come- time. Meatball, who is like, oh, crap, I'm not going to be on TV anymore, and I don't want to wait until Paradise, decides to, like, tap, tap, tap. Oh, Rachel, um, can we chat? Uh, I actually – we never really got a chance to talk. so I only
3: said that because we haven't really talked that much and uh, realized I made a mistake and want to give this another shot.
2: Well, the best is how he's, he's saying, you know, well, what do you think? I gave you a rose, jackass. What do you think I think? that was the best part
3: when she was like um i gave you a (laughs) rose
2: and so i'm hoping you know this was the cliffhanger without being a cliffhanger of like can I give it another chance i hope to god she's like thanks but no thanks yeah and that meatball sort of bounces away because he had this great little run he was the fun meatball guy and this is how you're gonna go out like just take the l Go to paradise, be the meatball guy. This, not like this, bro. Not like this. Just terrible. Uh, But like we said, Gabby with nine, Rachel with eight, maybe with a side of meatball. We don't know. We'll find out next week. Oh, good
3: one. That's a good
2: one. Uh, And then we're already traveling. Because allegedly next week we're going to Paris.
3: I'm so glad we're back to traveling,
2: (laughs) and I don't know if this means we're gonna sort of step on the gas pedal because people are gonna melt down or what. But this seems faster than usual. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just.
3: I don't. I. I don't really. We haven't had like a good travel season, and yeah, they're not going to Jacksonville. You know, so yeah, like I'm just glad we're not. I'm just glad we're not hanging out in resorts anymore.
2: You're yeah, like, hey, guys, we're off to Florabama Shore. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, we're going to friggin' Paris. Okay, yeah. we're, we're spending money again.
3: I'm ready. Yeah, you know, let's yeah. The, let's the go. Mouse,
2: mouse broke out the black card, letting them spend some money. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> and so we'll find out about Meatball. And we're going to maybe see some guys regret their decision. And mm-hmm. both women, again, saying that they uh, shouldn't be the Bachelorette and should walk away. So it's, you know, it's all coming
3: up. Yeah,
2: t- typical stuff. Um, anything else from this episode before we get to the non-episode stuff that I might may have glossed over in my attempt to fix it?
3: No, I don't think so. I think we covered everything.
2: Oh, great. I'm so great. Um, other news. Is there anything else out there um, in the world that people need to know about?
3: Um. J.J. Lane, who um, you would know from Caitlin's season, um, mm-hmm. just had a baby with his oh, wife.
2: That's great.
3: Um, Emily, the, so the two twins got married um, one month apart from each other. So um, Emily just got married. So her official wedding photos are out in case you want to go check them out. I'm surprised um, they didn't have a double up wedding. every bit of that, that Bachelor connection. Um and Haley got married in June, so they are both the Vegas twins are now off the market off the
2: market. Oh, we won't see you in Paradise anymore, but it's it's been fun.
3: And we've known for a little bit but we've we were off for a bit but um Paradise does start on September 27th. Oh, so it'll be yeah. interesting not seeing it in the summer, um, but at least we're still getting it. so
2: listen ABC Can't finally finally figured out that their best franchise should be the one that they show in the fall the most important ratings period of time fall when you're kicking off all your new shows and this is where you want the most eyeballs yeah they went with the top franchise that's all this that's yep well done abc we see great you great job great job we've been this and again finally listening to us we're just here with great ideas waiting for abc to take them you know we're um, waiting
3: for our our job offer
2: that's fine listen for now, just happy to improve the franchise, but yeah <laughs> at some point let's let's come come with that come with that Disney Cheddar. that's all that's fine yeah uh, well listen there's a lot in there. Uh, we've got a ridiculous episode next week, apparently, so thumbs up for that um, at Bachelor Padcast on all socials. Katie, thank you as always.
3: thank you
1: and we'll see you guys next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.